Hello, Dr. Ricky Aronson, and welcome to another episode of Happy Healthy Ever After, a seriously humorous guide to heterosexual love, gender differences, and sex. Why can't men find things in cupboards? What are the biological differences between men and women, and how does this impact our relationships? Are there simple approaches to help you find happiness in love and sex? Welcome to Happy Healthy Ever After, a podcast series that puts the positivity back into cisgender heterosexual relationships. I'm Dr. Ricky Aronson, an endocrinologist and geriatrician with the experience of taking care of more than 30,000 patients. I'm also a husband of 20 years, father of four, and award-winning medical leader. Today's introduction will cover what subjects I'm going to talk about in future podcasts, why it's so important to inject positivity, joy, and sanity back into the space of gender and sexuality, and what qualifies me to do so. Since time immemorial, men and women have dreamed about finding love and happiness and good sex together. Whether you read the writings of King Solomon, Shakespeare, or Snoop Dogg, everyone's looking for love. Yet we live through such confusing divisive times. Many seem more intent on making gender war than love. Gender differences have become a toxic, politicized tinderbox instead of being a magical source of excitement, growth, and attraction. I'm here to tell you that when men and women fall in love, it can and should be something special. Sex should bring people together, not divide them. I want to restore the positivity and fun in heterosexual love and put the sexy back between men and women. Before we get there, I'll elucidate some of the broad categories I plan to cover and why. Firstly, I'm going to talk about the science of relationships. The Harvard study of adult development is the longest running study on human happiness. Unsurprisingly, its major finding is that close long-term relationships are what keep people happy and the single biggest predictor of physical and mental health. That's right, even physical health. There is an evidence-based science to human relationship management. Given its centrality to well-being, isn't it ironic that we don't formally teach this at school and university? We don't teach people how to be good husbands, wives, and parents, yet these are the most important skills to achieve happiness and success. These podcasts will teach you simple rules and approaches to help you manage relationships, sex, and conflict better. The next reasonable question is why talk about cisgender heterosexual relationships? What happened to embracing diversity? Firstly, I'm a cisgender heterosexual male who has been married over two decades, so this is my area of expertise. However, more importantly, by far the majority of couples in the world are cisgender and heterosexual, so billions of husbands, wives, and children are depending on the success of heterosexual marriage. Surviving dating, marriage, and having children was already complicated enough, but now we contend with a world that denies biology and genetics a world which casts husbands and fathers as misogynists and rapists when many are loving husbands and caring fathers, a society that denigrates the value of motherhood and family life. We have a generation that is used to everything being easy. You can scroll past inconvenient facts, but if you scroll past a marriage, you're stuck in a messy divorce. With all these issues and such high divorce rates, could there be a more important podcast series than this one? on heterosexual cisgender relationships. From my experience, there is a silent majority of sensible people out there who are too scared to speak out against all the insanity 
of a world that seeks to cancel biology, genetics, and normal sexuality to replace it with anger and division. These podcasts will serve up a healthy dose of everything that's unpopular at the moment. Logic, science, humor, fun, and mostly how to come together instead of dividing. These podcasts will help you feel validated about being normal and sensible. Now, before I start upsetting people, I probably already have, let me point out that there is nothing transphobic or anti-minority groups in teaching heterosexual couples how to cope better and manage their relationships, any more than writing an instruction manual for golfers is anti those who play tennis. Another important but controversial topic I'll be covering is gender stereotypes, why they are scientific, necessary, and mostly positive. I'll also need to challenge the logic of some of the ideologies that have led to many doctors and medical associations stating that there are no biological differences between men and women. Did these doctors not attend medical school? Maybe they missed the lectures on the male and female reproductive systems. How frightening when a society moves away from enlightenment, biology, genetics, reality, and back to witch hunts, censorship, and public lynching. I will challenge these populist ideas with humor, logic, science. I know, crazy. But what about freedom of speech? What about tolerance of diversity of opinion? And quite honestly, any doctor or other person could have a look in their pants and be struck immediately by the biological differences between men and women. It doesn't take a medical degree. In future podcasts, I'll explain the science behind male and female differences and cover many interesting topics like can women truly multitask? And can men be convinced to be more enthusiastic about housework and less enthusiastic about sex? Would that even be a good thing? I'll cover why so many couples fight about the same issues and how to help resolve these problems. Understanding gender differences will lead to greater tolerance. I hope that these podcasts will make you feel better about being normal. We're all hostages to our biology and genetics, so there are many husbands who believe that they are the sad victims of cruel sexual deprivation, and many who have wives who find all the sexual demands exhausting. But we are also the lucky winners of our biology and genetics. We can fall in love, enjoy good sex, make magic together, and we can grow and improve to enhance all these experiences together. But who am I? What's my backstory? I grew up in the shadow of Table Mountain and Apartheid in Cape Town, South Africa. Apartheid in Afrikaans means apartness. My experience of a country divided by anger, race, and discrimination stimulated my passion for bringing people together. So I am determined to combat the divisive nature of today's fashionable identity politics, which once again goes away from uniting people and dividing them up by race and gender. As a child, my issues with attention deficit led to me spending my schooling orbiting a different planet, drawing cartoons, writing poetry, and meditating about the superiority of women. I was constantly accused of being good for nothing and lazy. If I had a dollar for every time I was told that I would fail, I would have been able to retire much younger and better looking. Nevertheless, my talent for providing constant disappointment to others prepared me well for marriage. It also trained me to think outside the square and developed my passion for independent critical thinking. As Robert Heinlein said, does history record any case in which the majority was right? How true these words have become in an era that cancels people for believing in science, biology, and genetics. I met my wife at medical school, 
Although before she condescended to date me, she spent three years shaking her head sadly every time she saw me, before taking me on as a humanitarian project, which remains ongoing. She conducted a series of cruel social experiments to induce me to do better at medical school, and they actually worked. Most importantly, the sublime experience of being married to an amazing wife and observing her miraculous mothering skills has inspired me to inspire others to admire women, wives, mothers, and the wonderful institution of marriage. In these crazy times that seek to politicize gender differences, masculinity, and healthy sexuality, I feel passionate about delivering this message. Men and women have made love and happiness together for millennia. Love and sex should be magical and joyful. There is a miracle in every marriage that endures the vicissitudes of life and family. Research evidence points to the undeniable truth that it is relationship success that is the key to human happiness. As an award-winning and passionate teacher, I hope to teach others how better to manage their relationships and find their path to happiness. It is my belief that my career success has been built on my ability to take care of others, and it is the important lessons gained from decades of medical practice and leadership that I wish to share. How much I wish I could go back 20 years and teach myself all the lessons that I've learned about relationships and management of other human beings. And that's exactly what these podcasts are all about. I hope to share that with you. After all, isn't it ironic that so few of us are taught the basics of human relationship management? I hope to help others by podcasting and writing on simple approaches that will make everyone a better wife, husband, friend, and parent. One of my driving philosophies is that everything becomes easier if someone teaches you how to do it. And that's what I want to do for you. There is an evidence-based science to managing other people, and teaching this is the basis of everything that I do. So join me for my podcast series. We're going to put fun, humor, and science back into love, gender, and relationships. Thanks for listening to another episode of Happy Healthy Ever After. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And I'd love you to share this podcast with any friends, family, or colleagues who might be interested in the show.